My name is Ron Holiday, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Yeah, this is violence, my niggas wildin'. Oh, Three Count Podcast listeners! Don't you dare be sour. Oh Clap for your world famous three count podcast and feel the power. I hate you. What it the is the finale of the three count podcast. I'm your host, Chaz Evans, and always <laughs> here with me, the troop, my tribe. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Red Dog of Red Dogs. He is the producer of this show. He is the steam engine that runs this show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Red Dog. Cliff Miller. So the Red Dog is up, and we want the catchphrase. Hmm. I mean, you guys, you guys take theirs. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the other one. <laughs> These niggas. Ah, introducing second. He is a swole master. He is the thirty-eight thousand time WCF world heavyweight, bare knuckling, racist smacking, smack your mama because the chicken tastes like crack. Duffin season, international, U.S. Open, National Basketball Association, World Negro Spiritual Heavyweight Champion of the World, Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. And introducing next, uh, from the depth pit of the underworld, he is the Dark Lord himself. Rumpelstiltskin ain't got shit on him. He is the man that was there at the birth of Jesus. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the 30 million year old man, Damien Fatal. I know how Jesus' mom really got pregnant. Shit. I love him. He's, he's, he's on the edge today. And introducing next, he is Cliff's best friend. He is the Anthony. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the newest, the hottest, fastest growing podcast host that hasn't made his debut yet, but will soon. Lou! The franchise. Wow, so they were talking about Josh. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, I love you. I love you. You know, I gotta start. I'm already anticipating me getting mad at Anthony Cliff. We were talking. I just want to put. I'll, I'll get. I'll introduce Josh. Uh, you know, once I get. How's your mom's basement? I don't know. I, I cleaned it up, but when I, you know, after. You know, before I left, so I guess it's nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, introducing next, he is my little brother, and that is the only reason he is on this show. He doesn't watch any wrestling. He only keeps up with Wrestle Talk. 
Ollie Davis, and, uh, well, the Three Count Podcast chat room. Ladies and gentlemen, some people call him JJ. Some people call him Q. Some call him Napster. I call him little brother. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Evans. Um, so for the season finale, I'm going to do a different intro. I just want to, you know, thank everyone for uh, listening. Uh, never thought that, you know, like almost a year later that, like, you know, we've grown like quite a family. Uh, I want to thank uh, Chaz for letting me on the show. Cliff for basically being uh, the headmaster, not in a racist way. Wow. Um, Justin for his uh, funny one-liners and cornet wow. quotes. We're still missing one for this one. Uh, Damien for basically being the no-filter guy. And then uh, having uh, Louise over here just for representation. Wow. Jeez, he's just like exposed the business. Your fucking glasses off. He totally did. Wow. He just exposed the whole business. You, you know what? You just, you, you're that dude that been like that tells a little kid that wrestling's fake. That's what you just did just Wait, now. Wait, wrestling's fake? <laughs> anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Three Count Podcast season finale. Um, yeah, Josh, in a nutshell, um, we're all emotional. But if you made it this far with us, Congratulations. You don't get a prize, but hey, you beat the first game uh, in the Three Count Podcast series. So thank you for, uh, you know, coming this far. If you've been with us at the beginning, all of our new followers, um, our live following on YouTube. So um, in the podcast realm, when you hear this, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and you could have caught some exclusive bad one-liners from Josh. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, make sure you subscribe to YouTube Three Count Podcast. We got ourselves a big show season finale. You know we got to do it big, so let's get right down to business. So, um, announcements. As you already know, uh, this is the season finale, which means we will be taking a short break uh, during the holidays. But that does not mean you will not have Three Count Podcast content. All of our episodes, we still will have um, episodes of Now Entering the Ring, will still be um, aired during the holiday Don't break. So just, uh, make sure you always uh, tune into those uh, Now Entering the Ring. But when we return we uh, for our Three Count Podcast Season 2 uh, finale, um, which will have a uh, new name, we, we be on the lookout for that. It's January the 27th, 2021, if we make it that far. But hey, January 27th, 2021 is the season finale for the Three Count Podcast. When we come back to you, mean premiere? you mean season, premiere? I mean, yeah, season finale. I mean, premiere. I did. Oh, my God. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a season finale. That's why. Y'all were just going to let him keep saying finale like that. He's lying. Listen, man. I kept looking looking at my – I wrote on my notes season finale, and I'm like, you're right, season premiere. Season two premiere, yeah. So season two premiere, guys. But, yeah, um, January 27th, we'll be back two weeks before the Rumble, and we'll probably start off with our early predictions of who's going to win the Rumble. But, hey. Me. um, It's you? Oh, wow. You know what? 
at this rate, I could definitely put uh, at least a dollar on that Damien Fate towel is uh, going to win the Royal Rumble next year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a possibility. So, also, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to support the Three Count Podcast, and you already are by uh, all the following that we've gotten um, this past year on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if you listen to us on the podcast, if you're live with us on YouTube, you support us just by tuning in. But you can also support us monetarily, you know, and get yourself some Three Count Podcast merch, baby, that no one, you know, that no one followed memos because... But I do appreciate Justin, you know, rocking Listen, the Duffin season shirt. Okay, sure. I wore the Duffin season shirt. So, like, indirectly, I'm supporting the podcast by supporting the host. What the fuck? Am I just chopped liver? Is Cliff just chopped liver? We're wearing our shit. Uh, no, you guys Ooh, are. Weird. Yes, I didn't say you were. Look, I, I wear what I want. I the majority I want. are. The majority are. We can't control Chris Idol and the devil. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's what they used to call us every other sa- Saturday, Anthony, at, at wrestling. They used to call us Chris Idol and the Devil. <laughs> that's facts. <laughs> that's absolutely facts. Um, but, yeah, guys, go uh, get yourself a three-count podcast T-shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees uh, slash three-count pod. Go get yourself a shirt. Um, we got we got cool designs. Um, if you buy more shirts, we can give you more cooler designs for shirts. So definitely buy, uh, go buy yourself a shirt at Three Count uh, Podcast, our store at ProWrestlingTees.com. So let's get right down to the nitty-gritty. It is now time for the Wednesday Night Rundown. Um, I'm so happy that that's now a thing. All right, here we go. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, as I say every week, this Wednesday, AEW Dynamite and WWE's NXT went head-to-head in competition for the ratings and demographics. So, here we go. Uh, AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite had 850,000 viewers, which is up from last week, which uh, was 764,000 viewers. Their 18-49 demo was uh, .37, which was 7th, which is up from their .30, which they were overall 17th last week. Now, tuning in on the other channel on uh, USA, NXT brought in 638,000 viewers, which is up from last week, 632,000 viewers. Jeez. Thanks, Josh. Maybe I should put my phone on silent anyway. That's my fault. Jeez. Um, (laughs) Jeez, I've lost my place. Anyway, let me start over. So NXT brought in 638,000 uh, viewers, which is up from last week, 632,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demo was a 0.14, which overall was 56, which is down from last week's 0.16, but they were also in the same position at 56 last week. So, AW is up big time, gaining about 90,000 NXT, and it came back uh, with trying to do something, but it's, you know, the usual, as always, AEW usually is winning the rating war and the demographics. Um, I guess you could chalk it up to still, still you know, the new toy. Um, but we, how we do it, which you think uh, had the better show, uh, we'll go, we'll start with uh, Cliff, Justin, 
Lou, JJ, if Damien pops on, comes back, he will be uh, last. And that, that, that'll be the order uh, throughout for the rest of the show. Uh, so who I think had a better show? Yep. NXT. Like, handily. Mm-hmm. All righty. Next. Uh, as you know, as the case, I only watch one show, NXT. However, I will say this. I did see the Cody Taz segment, and I did like it. Okay, cool. I liked it too. I'm glad. So yeah, I was afraid that if I, I told if I, when I talked to you, I told you I like it, you're going to give me shit for it, as you no, know. No, no, no. I, I saw it online, and I I did like it. Uh, okay. I, I, the whole segment. I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty dope. Props to them. All right. Cool. Next. Um. Who do you think I'm gonna fucking say? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, for three weeks in a row now, NXT has definitely put on better shows. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh, Josh, he see, he he's he's he said it for three weeks that he yeah, like NXT, yeah, NXT has better shows. Yeah, yeah, it's just man, yeah, yeah. the, the the shock factor is over. You do this like every week. Take your fucking glasses off. <laughs> anyway, Josh. Um, 2020 gets weirder and weirder, but, uh, NXT, is this, like, really, this, is, is that, like, a personal attack or something? Mm, exactly, yeah. So, um, better show. I gotta agree, yeah, NXT, uh, was a better show. Uh, not to say that I didn't like Dynamite, um, this week, um, like, uh, like, like uh, Idol had point out. Um, I did like the Cody and uh, Taz segment, so that was a a, a big up for, uh, for for Dynamite. But yeah, I got uh, NXT War Games is coming up, and you know it's always exciting, um, especially with uh, recently we had the Tony Storm uh, heel turn, so that was cool. So then yeah, NXT takes it uh, again for me as well. So all right. Let's uh, switch gears. Let's have some fun. Um, the Undertaker, um, this past Survivor Series, they just had a couple, uh, two weeks ago. Um, so it was his last uh, hurrah. Undertaker retired. Uh, let's talk about The Undertaker. Undertaker, we could talk all day and debate whether or not if he's not one of the greatest characters all time. Um, but let's talk about his greatest rivals. So... Everybody give uh, what you think Taker's greatest rivals are. Only give me your top three. So, we'll go in, yeah, yeah in order. Cliffy? Uh, greatest rivals, and you said top three. Um, Austin is definitely going to be number three for me on that list. Uh, yeah, number three. Number two, um, Mick Foley. I mean, I know Mankind. Like, really, like, for me, like, that was kind of, like, a big thing. Um, and number one, it just it goes without saying, man. If we, if anybody else, let me be real. If anybody else is not picking this one as number one, you're fucking wrong. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, you're definitely wrong, Lou. Uh, my three, um, in no particular order, uh, HBK, Kane, and Mankind. It kind of depends on the day, which one, you know, the order. I like them, but. Definitely those three. 
I have the link. Oh. Um, so I do have HBK in there as number three. But then I had Mankind and Kane. Um, okay, so um uh so my top three um number three would probably be uh the shovel man himself, H H H uh you can see that's a more young more younger school. Uh I gotta give a pro- uh appreciation for Kane. Uh so Kane number two and then one will be Sean. Yeah, so um, I got Mankind. This is like I said, I have no particular order, but I got Mankind, uh, HBK, and um, which is my, you know, I guess my last one was Shock. A little di- different, you know, because like I said, more appreciative of the later years of Taker. Um, Edge. Um, That's a good I, one. Yeah. Undertaker, like, Undertaker and Edge was, was like probably is, is one of my top favorite uh, feuds um, of all time. You know, their stuff on SmackDown was, was probably, you know, with him banning the chokehold. And then, of course, he got to credit Vicky Guerrero, a part of that as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Edge, HBK, and, uh, you know, Mankind. So, moving on. Time for the end of the year, superlatives. Do, do you know, it's like, like graduation, you know, in the yearbook, superlatives. Yeah. So, all right, who won superlatives in in high school? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Okay. Oh, okay. Cliff, what was yours? Uh, best folk storyteller. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, my class voted me best liar. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So basically, you were best bullshitter. Yeah. That's great. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I ain't even gonna hide it. I'm like, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but is it true though? Like. I mean, as long as you guys have known me, like, are you telling me you can't tell when I'm lying or not? Then I'm doing my job. Well, you don't lie. You don't lie. I don't (laughs) lie anymore. When I was was in high school, oh, yeah. I bullshit all the time. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I got you, Harry. That's why I was, yeah. Had to ask. What about you, Anthony? Did you win a superlative in high school? I won most likely to kill somebody. Yeah, he won. He won an award for uh, most likely to drop out of high school, join the military, and then be featured on a three-count podcast. That's what he won. Most, most likely to set somebody's house on fire. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So, no. <laughs> you know. Okay. Anthony, you got really dark, man. Like, <laughs> he did. He really did. Like, I, was, I was a troubled adolescent. You have no fucking idea. Oh, my God. He's so dramatic. Anyway, go ahead. You really have no idea. Like, he's not oh, lying. Like, oh, shit. He's dead ass telling the truth. I, I will say it right now. I am sorry, Richard Sankey and your family, because when I tried to light your house on fire when I was in seventh grade, I apologize. That's all you're going to apologize for? You shot that man's TV out with a BB gun. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Wow. And his computer. <laughs> We played and, 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 and I and I stole and I stole his uh Vinny Castilla's autograph ball. He did. He really did. Y'all, y'all act like we was just playing around. No, we dead serious. <laughs> they, didn't do, they didn't even do anything wrong to me. They, they they actually gave me rights to school and shit. Like they're cool with us. I just I forgot to take my riddle in one day and went off the wall. They gave you rides to school and you did this to them? 
Got it. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're trying wow. to say. It's like, y'all don't understand. Like, we's real about this. I am. I used to be sicker than Damien. Wow. That's amazing. I, like I said, oh, I apologize for what wow. I did when I was in seventh grade. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chaz, you just want to unpack there. We can't talk about it now. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm at law. I don't even know. I told oh, you. It's just so this. funny because you were like, yeah, whatever. We don't believe it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a real deal. <laughs> like, it's not like I didn't know that. I, I'm over really like, yeah, wow. Oh, wow. That, I, yeah, I don't know how to continue with the show. All right. So where was I at? Superlative. JJ, JJ who, what did you get? Yes, Josh. Did you win a superlative in, in high school? I mean, it's pretty recent. Most likely to go to college. <laughs> oh, look at you. Anyway, that's not, that's, that's, that's cool. Uh, Justin, I don't remember if you won or not. Um, I got this. I'm going to make up one like Josh did. Most likely to run an underground fire. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, all right. There, so, yeah, end of the year superlatives. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, so I won biggest flirt. No surprises there. What? Yeah. Never would have guessed biggest that. flirt? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What? Oh, it's highly shocked. That was, a, and I have a funny story. I didn't even know I was up for it. I knew I didn't even know I was up for. It. I knew only ones I knew I was up for was bromance. And like uh, inseparable friends, so uh, you know, like something like I that. Yeah, I can see you being up for those. those yeah, things. that was that's what oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember those because it was like definitely won the right category. Yeah, they were like me and Phil, or like me and Manny. I remember that yeah. specifically. And then when they you know announced it on the yearbook, I, and, um, and I looked at it and I saw me as biggest flirt. Because oh yeah, when it, yeah no when we took the pictures when I found out. Cause like yeah, you want any this fellowship? And I was walking with Davina, and I'm confused. And she said, "Like yeah, said, oh yeah, you guys want biggest flirt?" I, I bust out laughing. I was like, I didn't even know I was up for this. But yeah, biggest flirt. So anyway, not everyone has brought back high school. Let's do it. End of the year superlatives. We got five different categories. You know, um, give our top three. Um, for these categories. So it's five categories. We're going to start off with uh, match of the year, which uh, after that, we got the feud of the year. And we have male wrestler of the year and female wrestler of the year. Those are the categories that we have, just top three. And you, you know, it's funny because like when we talked about this originally, right, uh, this idea, I don't remember feud of the year being involved. I remember tag team of the year being involved. Is it not? Uh, maybe it's tag team. I have. We got. We got top match. We got. Yeah, you said match. Feud of the year. Match right. male female tag. Male female tag. Oh well, I forgot to do my feud of the year. So fuck you. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, wait a minute, yeah, Cliff, out here trying to confuse me. Yep. It's part of multitasking. Sometimes you just slip things, go through the crap. It is what it is. Uh, I will do mine. Right I'm like, because I'm like, he's probably right. 
Jeez. Anyway, um, yes. So yeah, match of the year, feud of the year, male wrestler, female wrestler, and tag team. Top three. Cliffy. Oh yeah, I'm trying to kill time because Cliff is trying to think of uh, his feud. So um, let's see. Let's actually let's check the chat. Let me see here. Do do do. Invincible being a beast. <laughs> let's see here. Do 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 do. Uh, let's see here. Let's see, Michael Curtis, Vince McMahon was the best. Such a beast. I mean, I mean back, yeah. let's be real. Let, okay, low-key, like, I'm going to agree with that statement because Vince did a lot of shit and created a lot of people to come watch his product and then created competitors after buying all the competitors. <laughs> so. The wrestling business and his own image. How fitting. I, and you know what? There was once a man who wanted to make the world in his image, okay? And he sent his son to feed people fish and bread only, okay? And they did it, okay? And this man also walked on water, so do not talk about in his image, okay? I'm back, bitches. Oh, God, here we go. Fuck yeah, you're right. Jesus loves the little children. I fuck the little children. I love when you start talking about this the season to dump the children. Oh That's my goodness. Anyway, I got my few. Okay, well hold on. Well hold on, hold on. Damien, since you're back, I know you are I know you probably can't uh since we uh, we haven't really gotten started next. Uh top three Undertaker's uh, greatest rivals. Uh Sean. Uh Kane. That's good. And uh, Yokozuna. Okay, I can do. I, I, I like how we all got like uh, one thing's always you know similar. We all said HBK. Well, yeah, that's that's like a hands down. Like that's a gift. Yeah. So all right, uh, end of the year superlatives. Go ahead. Uh, first one, match of the year. Our top three matches of the year of twenty twenty. Clip, start us off. All right, I'm not going to front this first one. Um, actually, most of mine are going to be based off of tag teams. I'm not even going to front, um, except, except my number one. But uh, number three, I'm going to put on uh, New Day versus Street Profits. I thoroughly enjoyed that match compared to, like, a lot of the matches that were going on this year. But there were a lot. It's tough. There's a lot of great matches. Anyway, next up, number two, FTR versus the Young Bucks, because let's be real, that was a clinic. And then last but not least, I'm not going to lie, this was just entertaining for me. Uh, Hell in a Cell, God gave it up to Sasha and Bailey. Good choices, Cliff. All right, so my three, right, Edge versus Randy, Bad Backlash, greatest matchup. Uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov from a few weeks ago, NXT UK. This is Roman from Survivor Series. Oh, all right. They did like that. Um, my my number three was Chuck and uh, Trent defeating Santana Ortiz in that street fight in AW Dark or in AW uh, Dynamite. Uh, number two was uh, Hiromu uh, Takashi Takashi versus Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom fourteen and Kenny versus uh, Hangman at AEW Revolution. I knew he was gonna have that up there. I knew it. Uh, you didn't watch the match. Shout, shout out, fuck up. Shout out to you for the Osprey, because like I'm, I'm gonna, right, be, I like I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't think anybody's gonna Japan. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah, I really liked, I did like that match. I, I don't watch a lot of New Japan, but I, I did see that one. You're next, Josh. Uh, for, I forgot. I thought that because Damon came back. Damon, yeah, Damon's no, going yeah. last. I'm still thinking. Okay, yes. yeah. yeah Damon's I, going after. Yeah, Damon goes last, and then yeah. Because this is uh, this is match. This is match. I'm, I'm pretty sure. So uh, I have Ra- I had Randy versus Edge, Sasha and Io, and then I had the Boneyard match. I really enjoyed the Boneyard. It was unique and different. So okay. I knew you would put. I knew you were gonna say that. Oh. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I expect so. I was either that, or I was the one that I thought you would put the uh, Sasha Bailey Hell in the Cell. I knew you. You, you won't put, I knew Sasha was gonna be one of your picks. Let's just tell me you like Sasha, and I saw. Him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Damon. Uh, I really enjoyed Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. I mean, it was a good match, but... Shut up. That was me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're close by. You're not at school, right? I'm at school. No, no you're definitely not. at the back end. don't look like school. He's you're definitely at the back end. Damien, Damien. I Damon, will show that up. kitchen anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will show up there and fuck Go you Go lock your doors right now. He's in <laughs> Middle River, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go out. My man, go out the windows too. <laughs> oh. uh, God damn it. Now he made me lose my goddamn train of thought. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Is the weed that uh, good? Yeah, it actually really is. Great Gorilla Glue. I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, oh, Jesus. Let's see. Uh, that's another one that I really enjoyed. I think it's it's a women's match. Some type of match. Oh, fuck. God, I really am high. God damn. Oh, thank you. Shit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was Josh's fault because I had it in my head and he started fucking talking. <laughs> Fucking oh my gosh! Um, damn, I really don't remember. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh we'll fuck! We'll, we'll come back. back. We'll come back. Maybe you'll yeah, remember. Come it. back, yeah, come back, because I don't. Re- God damn it! Jesus Christ! All right, so um, yeah, for me, my, my match of the year, uh. So my third one, um, I got to agree, Sasha and Bailey Hell in the Cell. Um, I really did enjoy that match. It was long, but it was really good. Uh, my second is, as it's kind of tied between um, Roman versus Drew and FTR versus the Young Bucks. I couldn't decide, so I put both of them there. I was like, oh, I, I really couldn't decide. Cause I really liked Roman versus Drew um, at Survivor Series. That was you know, probably, you know, one of WWE's best matches um, as a whole, um, you know, at least so far the year. Uh, and then my number one, uh, I've always praised it. And, hey, Undertaker said, you know, gave me the back. Uh, he backed my opinion. So uh, I'm right. Edge and Orton is a masterpiece. I said it on the show, and I'm going to say it again. 
it was a masterpiece. It was, you know, if not the greatest wrestling match, it's one of them. So yeah, that's my number one. Damon, do you remember yours? Uh, I can't remember number two, but my number one is the same, Orton and Edge. What the fuck was number two? It was a women's match. Probably has Sasha in it. No, it didn't. <gasps> Calm down. Okay. Well, well, you you already said Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah. Yeah. I said that. There was another one. Edge and Orton. Uh, let's see. Was it? Was it Sasha and Oscar? No, but that was good though. But no. Was it in WWE? I want oh, to say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, low key, like yeah. low key. I just did. I didn't know because I was like, "Yo, yeah, no." If it is, it's definitely one of the. It's either NXT or 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 SmackDown. Mm. You didn't see any of the wonderful matches that Thunder Rosa had. Well, no, and and to be fair, I was also thinking uh, Diana Prazo versus uh, Jordan Grace. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna pick that one because I did like that one. Like I enjoyed the fuck out of that one. Actually, right, that cool. one was a. Uh, that one was like a surprise shocker to me when like I didn't I didn't know. No, no, so no. That, that, that's just, that's like, a, I can watch that match like again. Right now. I like that match. I like that match too. Look at Impact getting into somebody's top three. I, I can fucks with that. Yeah, it could be that I I'll give it I'll give them that. Those ladies killed it. All righty, here we go. Moving on. We got feud of the year. Mm. Top three. Go ahead, Cliff. Oh, man, I cannot wait to see JJ's face. Yo, let me get number three with Pat and Adam. That's right. Pat McAfee, Adam Cole. Definitely have to give that to number three. Hey, come on. Let's be real, man. Like, out of all the fuse, man, like, that was the hottest one for a bit. Uh, Number two, um, only because it was the longest, and it seemed to be, like, the one that carried 2020 around, uh, Ray and Seth, as far as, like, their feud goes. Um. Number one, though, let's be real, man. Sasha and Bailey, dude, like just holding it down for 2020 in the women's division. All right, so I only have two for this one. My two are Edge and Randy and Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. (laughs) (laughs) You're muted. You're muted, dumbass. Unmute yourself. Motherfuckers, are, stop muting me. Um, Nobody muted you, it was you. So mine, I have four, because number three was a tie between the Mysterio family and Seth and Pat and Adam. Um, for me, anyways. For my number two, because he hits my funny bone every time, R-Truth versus anybody getting that uh, 24-7 title. Always. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then my number one, uh was a what's a good one? Um, the Street Profits versus uh, Andrade and uh, and uh, Angel Garza. You know what? I'm gonna let you have your feud because I thought that feud sucked. All right, we're good. Um, wow. Oh come on! It had poisoning. Great. No, somebody got. That they never followed up on. <laughs> we know who did it. Did that's why she ain't got a job. I like it. <laughs> I like it. If anyone from WWE is listening, please let's have that be the the <laughs> the kayfabe reason that Zelina's not around anymore. She was found guilty fired. of the poisoning. 
Okay. So, um, I couldn't really decide for this, so I had, so I had, I had also a tie. Um, so I had a uh, Randy and Edge, and this is gonna be a shocker, but I had Cena and the Fiend. I actually like the dyna- I, I like the dynamic. Uh, I don't know. I can see that. I love. I just. I love the ending of it. It. It kind of was just really cool. So I had that. Uh, number two, um, MJF and Moxley. MJF should still should have won. Uh, and then number one. Um, oh, here it comes. Yes. Is he gonna throw up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are you gonna say? Just just say it's undisputed. Just say it's undisputed. Burp. Uh, oh, a burp. That's how you get it out. Oh, he's gonna be sick, guys. Is that, like, is that like vinegar? Yeah, let's go. We we I all do it too. This show. <laughs> wow. So yeah, he's he's going with Pat McAfee. That's that's funny. That's funny. He, yeah, he can't even get the whole thing out. That's not bad though. That's that's yeah, wow. That's funny. All right, Damien, what you got? Uh, Orton and Edge, AJ and Undertaker, mm. and I guess my number one would have to be Pat McAfee and. Uh, and uh, Adam Cole, like, I don't know, it's entertaining. It's okay. been, it's, it's, it's been good. I'm looking forward to war games. What can I say? Pat McAfee's the man. Heel of the year, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, that goes oh, big, Paul. I can't, I can't go with that, but. <laughs> just to see his face. No, it was just to see his face. Uh, all right, so here's my three. Um, I got definitely got AJ versus Taker. Uh, that's definitely on there. Uh, Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. Um, I definitely uh, I praised I praised this feud. It's one of the be- one it was one of the better things on AEW. Um, I I I definitely I praised this feud. It's really good. It was really 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 good. So it's definitely in my t- in my two. And my number one, which has been no surprise because it looks like it takes the, it takes the sweep this year. Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. <laughs> it's entertaining. Like it is. It really is. Um, they killing it. It's it's. Don't be surprised. I would you know if stuff starts to increase because of Pat McAfee. This could be a time. Who knows? It's it's you know has the, you know how good it is. It should, but. We'll see. That's you know, we'll see if that uh, is a thing. Maybe we'll talk about that on the season uh, premiere. <laughs> can we but, just um, go back? Can we just really quick, man, talk about how JJ like was so pissed about Pat McAfee being on NXT, and this motherfucker picked it number one for best feud. Like, bro, get how times uh, have changed. How times have changed. <laughs> 2020 You're is mature. so weird. Look at you. You got facial hair yet? 
You got that mustache. Is that a mustache or is that dirt? I can't. You definitely didn't wash his face this morning. <laughs> is that chocolate? Is that, a, is that, a, that, that Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Chocolate milk. Jeez. I mean, I, I, I like his football show. I, I always watch it, but, you know. That's you that is facts. That's hated true. this, man. All you talked about was how this was never going to work. This match was going to be some shit. And look at man. That one match turned match. into like a great feud. I don't know. Isn't that, that crazy? That, actually, like, be that was one of the matches I was going to pick. And now he's about to headline a takeover. I know, right? In <laughs> war games. Next thing you know, 2021, he's going to be the main event of WrestleMania. Oh, get the fuck out of here. McAfee versus the Tribal Chief. <laughs> At, oh, God. I'm oh. dead. I'm dead. I'm oh, that's dead. not right. That's not right at all. Oh, God. Moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, um, male wrestler. Male wrestler of the year. Clip. Yeah, for me, this was kind of this was kind of tough. I'm not even going to play around, man. Um, but I will go number three with Roman because – like this back half of the year since he came back, like just been on fire. Uh, Drew, because let's be real, the first half of the year, like he was really good. He's still kind of sustaining. So I'm like, all right, cool with that. And then number one, um, I'm going to be honest, man, because if you guys know the power rankings, you guys saw this guy pop up all the time. I'm going to give it up to Cody. All right. My three. Drew McIntyre. John Moxley and Finn Balor. Okay. Uh, my number three, I have a tie with uh, MJF and uh, Roman. Then I got AJ Styles. And then I got John Moxley. Um, Moxley, because of the consistency. Um, Big Daddy Roman. And uh, Drew, no particular order. But yeah, that's my three. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Damon? Me, me, and me. No, I'm joking. Um, Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Roman, Valor, Dean. Okay. I can definitely see that. Yeah, 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 of course you would put the thing. Because, you know, you definitely got Ant working. You definitely be uh, seeing him at the poker games, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. That's, I will not confirm nor deny said allegation. Exactly. Oh, you know it's true. <laughs> Just like I can't confirm or deny if I would. poker every Friday night. <laughs> I, don't know what you're about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, all right, so mine, uh, I got number three, and dare I say it, but um, Randy Orton. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about Randy. Randy, I, 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 Randy, yeah, just, you know, say what you want about the feud overall um, with Drew, but I really do believe that his feud with Drew has really been, you know, one of the highlights um, of the pandemic. You know, with you know, pandemic wrestling, I should call it. You know, actually, era. him. Period. That's true. Exactly. So say what you want about yeah. it, 
You know, that's how I feel. But Randy's just, I think Randy just really has been, you know, on a roll. You know, I guess you can say this is something that he, you know, he actually cares about. Because, you know, they say when Randy Orton cares, he's, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread. So. Oh, he's unstoppable. Exactly. So, um, I got, yeah, I got Randy as my number three. Uh, number two is going to go to Mox. Um, Mox has definitely, um, definitely worked as the AEW world champion. Um, I, I've enjoyed uh, a lot of Mox stuff. So Mox is two. Um, and I, number one is, of course, it's Cody. Uh, Cody's just has put on, you know, good matches after good matches after good matches. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, Cody's my number one. Moving on to. According to the three count, Drew McIntyre is our. No, I'm sorry. He's tied. So, Drew, Roman, and Mox are our three picks for male wrestler of the year. Wow. <laughs> All right. Female wrestler. Mm. For me, it's uh, Io Shirai, it's Bailey, and it's Sasha. All right. For me, it's the, M- the MVPs of pandemic wrestling, Sasha, Bailey, and Asuka. For me, it's uh, Karen, uh, Bianca Belair, and Hikaru Shida. All right, hold on a second. I really, I got to ask this question, okay? You said, you said Belair. I, I want to hear the justification of why you think Belair is the best superstar of this year. Well, because she was dominating NXT, and she came and pretty much dominated Raw. Where? She dominated the main event. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. They really how, many she, how many times has she lost in 2020? She just lost she last week. Yeah, I get she, lost, she lost to Lana. She lost to Lana. Pinned. I'm getting pinned. At, at, at Survivor Series. It don't matter. She's still lost. Getting L is L. I'm getting pinned. L is L. My, my, whole, my whole thing is, like, I don't, okay, I don't disagree that Bianca is one of, like, the, like, one of the best of this year. But oh, yeah, my, my question is, though, is, like, how would you rank Bianca over Sasha and Bailey, who have main invented pay per views? Oh, because hey, because notice, notice. If, uh, my my thing is notice how I didn't disagree cool. about Sheeta. Well, cool. because hey, be, uh, Sasha hasn't been here the whole year. Over here, yes, yes, not for, for 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 a few months. What? Oh that was last year. Gone for a month. She, yeah, yeah, she's like, like that. Okay. Month and a half. Still, it doesn't matter. Well, see, but if if we're going by that, if she because she wasn't active the entire year, then technically Roman should be invalid off of all of our lists, right? Because he, he he was a late add-in for me when a few of you had it. I didn't have Roman. Uh, dot, 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 dot. Okay, I mean, 
It, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you about Belair being at least, like, oh, yeah. a mark, like, a benchmark, uh, but she's, like, to me, like, honestly, and this is, and it's your list, but, like, to me, like, as good as my Belair, list, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> my list, I would, I would rather try to eat water out of a bowl with a fork than understand your opinion. You, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's not, like. It's it's Whoa. funny because it's not like behind the scenes when he called me, he's like, "Hey, I'm, when I find the time to appropriate put this line out there, yeah. I'm gonna do it." So this was premeditated. But by wow. you, premeditated. I'm gonna close that too. business. So anyway, but no, I really wanted to hear you. Wow. wow! Whoa! Which is I, 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 I just feel right. for me. Yeah. I just feel for me. Josh, first, Josh exposed the business. Oh ta- ta- tell him, uh, talking about everybody's gimmicks. Now you out here talking about spots, Cliff? Hold on. Damn. I got to Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Bianca Belair has just done it for me. She, she's she been entertaining through NXT and going through Raw. She's had, she's had a, a couple wins on Raw. She's had a couple wins on main event. It's, she's entertaining for me. And she hasn't lost except for the Law and Story. But her biggest win came against Zelina Vega. Who's not even in the company? Blame Vince. I don't have to blame nobody. I'm telling you right now, like if you want to justify Bianca in the situation, look at who she beat. Zelina. Like that's it. You could be like, well, on main event, she beat Ruby Riot and she beat again Ruby Riot, who, let's be real, Dana Brooks, she beat her. Like, okay, well, that's good. That's you know, let's see what she's done. But Zelina was, like, the only one who consistently would have been, like, the benchmark to me. And let's be real. Like, I love I love Thea, but she got beat by everybody. Not by everybody. Zelina yeah, no, she got beat by everybody. She didn't, really, she didn't really wrestle. She, I'm done. Wait, I'm, she I'm, did. I'm, she lost. Okay, let's go. Next. Next. All right, go ahead, Josh. Seriously. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sasha, 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 uh, no one else really matters. Um, how can you be a SmackDown tag team and Raw in the same year? Get out of my face. Everyone, everyone else is, is, uh, is low tier. Uh, we have boss tier, God tier up here, and everyone else. Yeah, Sasha is the greatest women's wrestler ever. Charlotte, take that. And your twelve non-memorable title reigns out of here. Uh, Bailey, uh, uh, guys, will give half of that free like Sasha because you know of deep in Sasha Banks. Uh, yeah, Sasha is the goat. G O A T. Yeah, I feel like you're you'd you'd be the one stalking her in the bushes behind. He her. probably is. Fucking creep. I'm, I'm, I'm not that. You're a creep. You are creep. creep. You're a creep. Nah, I just admire her work. Nah, you fucking creep. That's what creep. I'm a creep. I know. I'm I just admire creep. her work. Nope. I, 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 I want to hear Damien's. Shut up. <laughs> I was going to give him my real list, but okay. No, nah, you took, like, Sasha could be number one. We know that already. So who are your other two then? Your real list. Uh, for my real list, I had. Uh... He has Rio. I should have. <laughs> I should have done it. I should have done it, but I didn't. Uh, I'm trying not to go off on this show. <laughs> Please don't. I'm trying not to. 
But I did have I did have Karen up here, and then I had Tide, I had Sheeta, and Alexa. Only reason why I put Alexa because I just liked how the character. Her yes. Character. Yeah. Okay. No, I I can yes. give it that. I follow. I, I can give it that. Go ahead, uh, Damien. Uh. This is not actually necessarily in any order, actually. But Damien, 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 we got it. I'm not a lady. I have a penis, sir. <laughs> and it dangles pretty low. So how dare you? Is that when you're hey. sitting down? Yes. Is that when you're sitting down on the ground? <laughs> no, no. It's when I'm standing up over the top of your head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead, Damien. What is your... Ian Shirai. I'm muting myself uh, now. <laughs> Oh God, Yoshirai. Uh, Sasha and uh, Asuka. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Um. My. <laughs> Oh. Over him now? <laughs> <laughs> what? Look. Look, you said this is the no, this is the last show of the year. I'm going all out. Just to let you know that. It might get worse as we go along. Oh jeez. And I haven't started drinking yet either. Oh, that was uh, I'm sorry. I'm I, ready I, go I was, get we're gonna get a uh, shot. Me and of Anthony were on literally on mute just now, dying yeah. laughing. Oh God. Okay, I'm good. All right. So mine. Um, number three uh goes to my world champion, and that's uh Trisha Dora. Uh okay. she uh, she won the um Pan African World Diaspora Championship uh this year. Um this is just like you know, and right before um the pandemic uh hit as far as America and um even throughout the pandemic she uh has put on some um some banger matches. So uh, definitely, she goes uh, as my number three. Uh, number two, Io Shirai. Um, I said it on here before. Io Shirai. Um, she made a fan out of me this year. So um, definitely, Io Shirai goes number two. And number one, uh, Thunder Rosa. Uh, Thunder Rosa ha- uh, has really been killing it um, as far as just really like putting on you know awesome matches but her character and her ability to tell a story in the ring so she's she's number one for me on uh female wrestling female wrestler so moving on to my favorite one tag team of the year and i i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know now uh idol you might uh, you might yell at me for number three Oh boy! Your ignorance, you're getting shut off. So go ahead. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you just said, uh, Lou, but I'm gonna ignore it because it, it sounded like it said something about my tag team. So yeah, pure, pure ignorance. Uh, uh, yeah, if you are, if you're trying to talk shit, guess what? Go listen to uh, now entering the ring featuring pure ignorance coming out soon. Be on the lookout for that <laughs> one cheap plug. <laughs> Gotta make some money out here. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Cliff. 
Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, number three is the Golden Role Models because Bailey and Sasha did hold it down. Let's be real. Okay. Um, okay. Number two for me um, is the New Day because the whole year I've just been entertained by them. They've had great matches. They've had just fun. Um, I stopped looking at me a little like that. But number one, let's be real because if there's anybody else that's not on this list, uh, got to give it to The Revival or – F-T-R. All right. So my list, I've got the Street Profits. They've been holding it down all year, entertaining us, putting on bangers. Uh, Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal are my next pick. Killing it in Ring of Honor. And my third pick, uh, it was... FTR until I remembered there was a team I like more than FTR and that's the North. <laughs> they were going to be on my list and I was like I just recently started watching them. It would look really weird for me if I was like yo I like the North and Motor City Machine Guns but I was like yeah that would make me look really bad because I just started watching them in August. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for me it was um FDR, Kenny and Hangman, and the Street Profits. Oh, look at this WWE mark. <laughs> JJ. I have been having some trouble with this list. I've been trying to narrow it down. Uh, so I'm just going to name it off. Uh, I have no particular order. I had FTR, Street Profits, New Day, uh, Sasha and Karen, and the Young Fucks. Ha! You put the Bucks up there? I would never do such thing. I I, I just I haven't narrowed it all down, so that that was why I narrowed it down to the five, and I know it's three. But I mean, what are rules anyway to uh, JJ? Because he always breaks the rules, so you know. I don't even care. They would they would never be in my top five. I'm fuck the young bucks. Anyway, really? go ahead, Damien. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm going to gonna go with it's a tie between New Day and Street Profits for my third. Uh, I've been really enjoying Shayna and Naya. And the North. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm ready for the lashing I get from Idol. My number three um, is actually a tie. It's a tie. And it, it is funny because the tie is the Rascals and Best Friends. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? Uh, I really I, there's no oh, comparison. No. There is, no. I, is this, you are gonna sit here and disrespect Right? So it was putting them next to Orange Cassidy's mascot. Right. Don't hear yourself. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give my, let me just explain. 
please explain to me why you, you disrespected those three young gentlemen like that. Please tell <laughs> Fine, me. Fine, young gentlemen. Yes. So let's 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 really look back at you know as far as towards the beginning of 2020, like at least the first half. Best friends, you know, were actually putting on, you know, passable stories. Now, were they the greatest thing ever? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure. They're not, a lot of stuff they did were not the greatest thing ever. But they made things work, and they, the matches that they produced were actually entertaining. Like, the street fight, like Anthony had talked about it, the street fight that they had was a good match. They also had a good match with what you call it, um, Santana or Ortiz on Dynamite, which was a really good match. So, and they they put on actual good matches. Do we? I still don't. I don't like Orange Cassidy, but I have to put it out there like they've been doing like they are legitimately were holding down. The, I got a question. The AEW tag team division before FTR rolled around. I got a question. Were you stoned when you were watching these matches? No, I wasn't. That's the wasn't. problem. That's the problem. Okay, all right, cool. They would have just gotten there. I know. The reason I'm not getting paid from my Tony no more is because Chad's right mom's van. I, but I, because I, I understand the gimmick, I was like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. I got no, it. No, I want to hear the other two. We, we, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, anyway, right, let's get it. So, my number two, written by his mom. You would look at him and be like, that fucking weirdo. I know. Stop your goddamn <laughs> lying. I understand the gimmick. No. Why? Look at him lying. I'm, I'm, oh, anyway, now my number two, my number two, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, my number two is FTR. Um, what can I say? FTR is, is the damn thing. Um, my number one is uh, Pure Ignorance. You would. Chaz Evans. You fucking would. You would. Doing it for the culture and trying to, uh, you know, promote black wrestling. I think uh, the Don like and Prince Machiavelli gets number one. You lucky I like both of you because I would totally just shit on that whole entire thing. But I like both of you. So, hey, and listen, I did waste my money and buy your t-shirt. So. I, hey, hey, put the gimmick over. By the way, the you, owe me like, you, owe me, you owe me 30 bucks for that t-shirt. That's, uh, I, <laughs> I got you. Shout out to Jaden for holding that team up. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that was that, that hurt. Anyway, yo, yeah. oh no, oh no! <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey yo, he ran so quick. Yeah. He did. <laughs> All right, that's 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 cool. So oh no, he wasn't ready. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna move on. Oh, so, oh my god. I love you, Chaz. Chaz, I love you, man. I'm just giving you shit. Yo, man, that shit came right out of the left field. My man, yeah, hey, yo, Ch Chaz went full Nate Robinson on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> 
You gonna let him talk to you like that, Chaz? I ain't got nothing to say. I, 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 I got nothing to say. I got, I got, I got you. I'll mute myself. <laughs> Yo, oh my god, man! I can't stop. Oh my god, that shit was just phenomenal. Oh. Yo, that came oh out god. of nowhere. That was good. Okay, so you're my new favorite. You're my new favorite, by the way. Wow. Alrighty. So, but my um, <laughs> all jokes aside, my number one is a uh, new day. Uh right. Yeah, new day. Really, um, you know, even with injuries, they were still able, you know, to you know be the new day and you know be one of the most entertaining tag teams and you know entertaining wrestlers period um in wrestling so new day takes number one all righty so uh, let's check back in on our live chat you know see what we got uh manda is here i uh, was talking about jj sunglasses uh let's see <laughs> sunglasses <are laughs> oh josh yes the sunglasses are a must yeah 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 at this point now it's the gimmick but um, alrighty. So this we're gonna move on. Business, dang it! Move on. We got another. We got our next debate topic. So, um, Alistair Black. We know Zelina Vega uh, was released. Was released. Kind of controversial. In a sense, it's probably one of the big, you know, bigger stories towards the half of the year going forward. Um, should Alistair Black leave uh, WWE? Um, should he follow his wife? He's not getting things. You know, he's not really being featured on uh, television. Um, they kind of, he's just kind of sitting there. So should he leave WWE with his wife? Um, maybe he should go somewhere else. You know, should he leave WWE? Go ahead, Cliff. Um, should he leave WWE? Uh, I'm going to put it out here that I'm sure maybe two other people can name Alistair Black before he was Alistair Black. Name a promotion that he was in beforehand. So I'm going to tell you no. He should not be leaving WWE. Like, granted, like, had they driven this man to the ground? Of course they have. Did they deny him his ability to go back to NXT? Yeah. Does Vince McMahon have any, anything for him? No. But he's still getting a paycheck. He's probably still, I don't know, he's probably wrestling the dark match on main event. <laughs> like... I, yo, I don't think so, man. I think, yo, keep collecting your check when your contract comes up, then you can bounce. But I mean, I don't, I could, to be honest, like who else is going to use him and what are they going to really do with him? Like what are they going to do with, with black when he goes out? Like there's, there's nothing there, man. Like it, you expect him to show up at like impact and like tear the house down. Maybe, but I don't know. Impact has a, an ability to take, WWE stars who didn't make it in WWE and turn them into something, but they always put the title on that person, it seems like. Do you want him to go to AEW? Yeah, he can go to AEW, but he's not going over Cody. He's not going over Kenny. He's not going over Miro. He's not going over John Moxley. So why are we putting him in there? And they already have their, you know, their guy who sits around and mopes by himself. Like, sorry, Darby. That's what you would. That's what you do. Set up in the rafters. Like, what? Where do you put him? Where does he go? Where does he fit in? Like, you can't. You can't say like, oh, well, he's like the dark dude 
we could put him in uh, an impact. Like, that's not going to happen. It's just not going to work. No. Unfortunately, Aleister Black is where he belongs in WWE. Um, no, I don't think he should leave. Uh, but really, it comes down to whether or not he's, like, I guess his level of unhappiness. If he's unhappy yeah. at all. Yeah. That's yeah, really that's, what that's, it comes down to. That's my, same, might, that's my same argument. That's my same argument. Is, you know, you're not going to be, you're, you're not always going to be doing something. There's always ups and downs or you're doing a story that you may not be too crazy about. And, I mean, up until maybe two three months ago, Aleister Black was always on the show doing something, whether it was NXT or Raw. Literally until he lost to Kevin Owens, whenever that was, what was it, about two months ago? Yeah. If, if that, he was always on the show doing something. So we don't know the degree of his unhappiness. If he's unhappy at all, we don't know. Uh, we do know, you know, the report came out that his request to go back to NXT was denied. But, you know, we weren't in the room. We don't know why it got denied. Maybe it got denied because Triple H was like, well, we already got all these things in place. There's really nowhere to put you right now in NXT. Maybe that's why the request got denied. Because, I mean, seriously, if, if Aleister Black popped up in NXT uh, this week, what's, what's he going to do? Who's he going to feud with? Like, where would he factor into the NXT equation right now? So that could have been the reason why they said no. He might be in NXT in, like, two, three months. Really, like, rumble time. Or we don't know. Maybe Vince is cooking up an idea for Aleister Black. Because just as easily as he's not on TV, uh, he can be all over the TV. <laughs> when some next big idea comes. So, I mean, really, it comes down to whether or not he's unhappy. When the only people that know the answers to that are Thea and him. So. Uh, yeah, he's going to stay. I mean, where's he going to, like Cliff said, where's he going to go? Is he going to go back to West Side uh, Extreme Wrestling or is he going to go back to Insane Championship Wrestling? There's nowhere for him to go. You, he has to stay put in the WWE. All right, uh, Josh. I knew those. Cliff. Yeah, I'm glad you looked it up on his uh, combat IMDb. Wiki, wiki, thank you, wiki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible, Anthony, terrible. That's so All right, it's my go? Yes. Do you love me? Can I get television time, please? Because I want NXT and my wife is done. My wife. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga. This nigga. Yeah, he did. This nigga. Bless you, Cliff. Bless you. You Cliff, you're the man. Thank you. I don't know what that was, but I never want to hear it again. <laughs> never, ever. He, I see. I just, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to where you're at. I'm going to fuck you up. Come on now. <laughs> you ruining my buzz, bro. <laughs> I paid good money for this. Chill out. 
yo, someone in the, yo, someone in the, yo, Amanda in the chat wrote in, thank you. Yo. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Woo. Yes. Please, what the hell? What were you that? thinking, man? That's crazy. My. Oh my God. Anyway, I we were you, you lost your you, you lost your opportunity to talk. That yeah. was all I needed to say. That's, that's all, all you needed need to say. say. Yeah, that's, that's all you were going to say. This man. Yeah. Uh, broke out all right, so I'm gonna have to agree with Idol on this one, like wholeheartedly, like 100%. He said pretty much everything I would have said. Uh, yeah, like you should stay, like. We don't know if he's legitimately unhappy. We don't know, you know, the ins and outs of that whole situation. It's all speculation. So, fuck everybody on the internet. Let that man live. God damn it. So, I took a lot of thought on this. And it didn't occur to me um, until this morning, actually that I've changed my stance on this. I think you should. And I think you should go. And, and, and again, like I said, my argument is still, I, I'll, I'll argue the fact that, yeah, if he's unhappy, then he should go. But I think he should because there's a story in AEW. Me and Cliff joked about it the other day. And, but... It's actually, when, not, when you look at it, it's not bad. It could actually be good for the overall sense of the story. And, you know, have him join the Dark Order. Have him be, have him join the Dark Order. No. Yes, I, yeah, I know. No, no. No, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't even want to hear the rest of that. Cut, I don't even want to, cut him off like we cut JJ off. No, 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 cut him off. No, 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 no. Boot him from the show. Listen, though. Listen. Who this man? They are the fucking circus. Okay, well, let's not change it. Shouldn't be. Okay, well, let's let's fix it then. How you gonna fix that? Let's fix the whole show. (laughs) Right. The whole show is an abortion. There are a lot of things that need. You're an abortion. Order is not. You know what? I. I will come to where you're at. Don't make me. I'm not judging. My door's unlocked. I ain't afraid of no one. I have, I have points. I can take that flight. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I listen. I'm just, just hear me out. You might hate it, but I think yeah, it's done right. What they can do is have him be like the hired gun of the Dark Order. <laughs> okay. Hired gun. Like, not as high. I want to see, like, like you know, that's there. Like, Broski. Broski. Do you know what I think about your idea right now? Like, seriously? That's what I think. Okay, you, okay, thanks. Anyway, yeah. that's my opinion. I, I, think, I, mean, if, if I he, think this nigga need a if he If he joins the Dark Order, yeah, let, instead of John Silver getting hit, let Brody Lee hit him. I finally did it. Yes. <laughs> Did you just boot him? <laughs> he stuck his ass in the waiting room. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> that, that. Wow, that's amazing. 
Um, but anyway, like not, not if that, like that, like that, that. Yeah, I would have it that higher gun. You know, like if that, if you need to, you know, if the dark world is trying to, you know, get their whatever, whatever it is that they're trying to, you know, their domination or whatever their goal is as a group. Uh -huh. oh, the person, you know, the person they get, you know, if they really like if it's a big person, like is, uh, is Alistair Black. Alistair Black is like, look, think about it like this. Yu-Gi-Oh! Alistair Black is when you assemble all the pieces to summon Exodia. Uh-huh. You're done. It's fucking done, bro. <laughs> Yo, you trying to justify Alistair Black by calling him the fucking god. <laughs> like, no, man. Get out of here with that nonsense. Uh, this, I'm done. I'm done with this, man. <laughs> Alistair Black with Exodia? You, you tried to... Oh, you, man, you just, this is my show. Don't you mute me on my show. show. You won't do it. You won't do it. Yo, you straight up. Come on, man. You, you won't do it, JJ. It broke. So, I mind. Mind. Yeah, yeah. That that, no. that that's that's a no oh, for me, bro. Dog. Like that's a no for me, dog. I'm sorry. That's 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 a no for me. Low key was like yeah. I was with you. I was with that you. Is... Okay, I was with you about it, right? Like Alistair Black. Yep. Possibly if he went to AW, joining the Dark Order, being like a higher guy. And then you compared this man to Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, get out of here, man. That's done. Yeah, it's no, not even just that he no. compared to Yu-Gi-Oh! He compared to Exodia. Like, well, no, right? seriously, though. Here's, here's my question, though. What are you going to have? You're going to have Brody Lee, the man who plays, like, the Vince McMahon character, like, crying in the middle of the ring that somebody will come and black mask somebody in the fucking in the in the locker room? Come on, bro. No. That <laughs> was garbage. Brody Lee is gonna oh yes. And then you're gonna have you're gonna have shrimp right next to him. Johnny hungry. Johnny Johnny Prey hungry. <laughs> come oh, on, man. Lord. No. Oh, no. I can't go with this. <laughs> Bad chess. It could work. It could work. But anyway, no, um, I want to make it clear for Amanda in the chat. So she's asking, so are you saying leaving WWE for his career or leaving to follow his wife? I'm saying have him leave WWE for his career. Go to AEW. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, three count listeners, Chaz is trying to set this man up for failure. <laughs> failure! When your big creative pitch for his massive success outside of WWE is joining the Dark Order. The Dark Order! He won't rip that shirt. Which is not, has never been, and never will be the highlight of that Wednesday program. <laughs> <laughs> you will make him lose all credibility that he still has. Right. I definitely think that you're on. Yeah, well, you know what? Now. Alistair Black might listen to this and go into Vince's office and say, can I renegotiate my new deal? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> All thanks to Chaz's idea. <laughs> Jesus. I hope you can sleep tonight, Chaz. Huh. I hope you'll be able to sleep tonight. Um, Are you really I, like that, man? Fine. Cause now I'm gonna have nightmares. Thanks. So you like? So, so you're not an Alistair Black fan, Chaz? 
I, I never said I wasn't an Alistair Black fan. I like Obviously, him. you're not. You're so not. Isn't it not like that? Yeah. You asking, you asking this man to commit, like, not just character, like, indie wrestling suicide. But like, hey, man, go join the Dork Order. It'll be cool. <laughs> just, you yeah. got this, man. Like, yeah, you can go to BGG. You One of their very you. best friends turned that shit down, and you want Alistair Black to go do it? Right. You want because you he's... want him to be on BTE going, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Anyway. Okay, that hey, that's just how it is. You know, it's just an idea. Yeah, we sunk that you ain't shit. shit. We sunk that like the Titanic, bro. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Anyway, so, all right, moving on to the next order. Oh, Him joining thing. the Dark Order would be as useless as eating water with a fork out of a bowl. Anyway, so it's you now time for the Golden Pencil Awards. Recount. So I have held on to this uh, information. Especially if I'm in last hours. place. I have the first, second, and third place winners of our If I Had the Pencil Game. We started all the way up to Mania, started from Mania, and worked our way down all the way to Survivor Series. The, the numbers are in, the numbers have been crunched. No, you cannot have a recount. No, you cannot stop the voting because any, this election is a fair election. Like because hell it I is. Do the math behind me. So, yes. Anyway, Ooh. I'm just curious though. How many times did we do this count? Did we do it three? We did do it three. Uh-huh. That was good. Uh-huh. That's why you're here. <laughs> nice, nice play. This nice, is nice why play. I love it. So, um, like I said, this is so pretty much you make sure if for our viewers that they know how we do this. So, out of all the matches, when we do the predictions, if you get it right, your total score of what you got right and wrong is, you know, formed into a percentage. And what the numbers is how all the pay-per-view numbers for your, that total pay-per-view that you got is averaging to a percentage for each pay-per-view. So I have all that from Mania of this year all the way up to Night of Champions. I'm um, so not Night of Champions, so, uh, Survivor Series. Uh, see, 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 that, see, that, see, there's some, see, this is No, this is I was rigged. looking at Night of Champions. Fucking, no, it's This is a rigged. big jump, that's why. You know, that's this why. is a rig. You rig so this shit. No, because Night of Champions is what won it, is what got this person to win. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's, yeah. That's why I keep doing Night of Champions. Anyway, yeah, up to uh, Survivor Series. So, with that being said, third place. Can I get a drum roll, please? Third place. Drum, drum, drum. For the Golden Pencil Award. Goes to me. Third place, second place. Drum roll. I'm too high to give you one of those. Anthony. Okay. What? First place. Thank Night of Champions. 
Because Clifford Miller, you win. <laughs> the golden pencil. <laughs> Look at the man recap. <laughs> I don't lose to a motherfucking Cliff Miller. So here's the deal. So here, and I'll tell you, and I and, it, and I'll tell you the, the the jump. So Cliff, Knight of Champions, right? Yeah. Knight of Champions, you were at a fifty-two percent. Mm. Anthony, right? Was that um? Where is that? Yeah. So Cliff, yeah, Cliff, you were at fifty-two percent. Anthony was at a, was at um what you call it? Fifty-seven. Anthony was leading at that point as far as overall percentages. Knight of Champions brought you up to sixty percent, and uh, Anthony his had brought him down to forty-eight. Oh shit! <laughs> oh. Wait, what did I? How? What was my percentage for Knight of Champions then? Like add eighty percent and one. No, that's the percentage, sixty-three. Oh, I was at sixty-three. I got sixty-three percent of the matches, right? Yes. And that turned, and that, and that turned, and that turned your overall tide. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see these results on paper. This is. That's good. It's good. It's good. I mean, I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture of of my of my notebook. I got eighty-two percent. I got eighty-two percent. I got. I don't trust your math. That I, I mean, it's not it's my math, but I had someone go, you know, go behind me. So here we go. Yeah, Cliff, you win. Congratulations, you are. Let's go. The remember first when? Man. Remember when I was in last place, and then JJ stunk up the place by going one for nine in the. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He did, didn't he? Yeah. I call this racist. I like to accept this award. And that was uh, that, and that was double or nothing. That was that pay per view that Josh tanked on. Yo, we holding yeah. it down for the Latinos. Like we one and two. You all pissed off because the Panamanian beat the Mexican. Let's You're not Latino. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> this is even Jeremy said so. This is PM. Don't you talk to your champion that way? This is PM. Okay, that's the team name. <laughs> that's okay. Cause guess what? I'm coming in. I'm I'm taking the title. I'm going. I'm going all the way. I can't hear uh, you. Really? I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking the uh the championship from you next year. But that's okay. But yeah, Cliff, yeah, yeah. Shocking came by and uh, and won with a with a you know the tail end. So we'll be back with the uh, you know the second annual uh, golden pencil award next year. Um, you know, when we do our predictions for twenty twenty one. For everyone else, do better next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not losers. doing. I'm not doing AEW. Fuck you got the rumble. You got the rumble as our first one. Make sure you you know get it off to a good start. Cause that's yeah. I don't fun. give a fuck. So it's good to have a good start. So are you gonna give me money if I win? I mean, hey, Cliff's getting a uh, what you call it? I get a, a gift card. No, I said money. Cause yeah, I mean, Cliff's getting a gift card for winning. Yeah, I don't want a gift card. I want he's getting, a, he's getting the gift card, you know, courtesy of the three count podcast. Hey, yeah, I want cash. Go, I need to shop at. I nah. need to go to. You know what, deadass? I need to go. What about to second place? Shut up! Oh no, we don't, go we don't give out participation. Forward slash the three count pod. I'm gonna go buy me a new T-shirt. <laughs> oh look at that cheap plug. But no, Anthony, we don't give participation awards. Either way, you lose. We lost. Aww. We lost. Remember, this makes me better than you. Remember That's that. That's fine. You're but I'm watching, but, but listen, I bet your bottom dollar when I add more uh, sh- uh, shows uh, if I had the pencil because there's more wrestling 
you know, and easily viewable like NWA now and also MLW on YouTube. So you can watch it. So when I put that on there and I get more points than you because of those shows, don't at me. Anyway. Hold on. But Anthony, yeah, while you yeah. might be better than Chaz, I'm better than you and you know it. Oh, <laughs> my drop. Boom. I just told my wife on you, Chaz, by the way. Told him what? You cheated me out of this award. I didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my. I didn't cheat you out of the award. Let's move on. So, what? moving on to our last debate topic for the uh, season finale. What? So, season, um, no. it's Drew and Roman, <laughs> biggest star since right. Batista no, and John Cena in 2005. Um, we saw them go head-to-head uh, Survivor Series. Um. Some are saying that they are the biggest stars since Batista and John Cena, uh, right at their um, at their peak at an um, '05. So, what's you guys' uh, take on this, Cliff? Uh, are they the biggest stars since? Yo, that's that's a tough call, man. Cause compared to like other eras. I mean, yeah, that's going to be, like, recent eras. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It's just, it's crazy, though, man, because, like, when Roman came back, like, we all were like, oh, shit, like, this heel character is what's up. Um, but the thing about Cena and and Batista is that they had done it for a long time. They had carried the torch. So I think right now is a little too early to tell that. But are they on their way? By all means, yeah, I'll say yes. Um, they are the two memorable characters. I mean, and even at Survivor Series, we saw that match play out, and, like, they just had this drag-out, brawl-out match. Um, so, yeah, I think – I would say they're on their way. I don't think they're quite there yet to be in the same realm as to say, like, hey, Batista and, and Cena. Um, I would say – I would say yes. And the – reason I would say yes is because I think right now and as far as the as far as the men I'm talking exclusively the men because the women is a little different but as far as the men they are the two guys on both rosters that feel like stars they feel like like you know they're somebody you get that that vibe that, okay, like if you had never watched SmackDown, never watched Raw, you're watching for the first time. You see those two, you know those two are stars. And they are, in Roman's case, he is, he's a far above anyone else's character right now. In terms of character right now on SmackDown, nobody is touching the Tribal Chief character right now. Nobody. On the Raw side of the equation, Drew has been carrying that show on his back since the night after WrestleMania. That has been Drew's show. Uh, more often than not, Drew is the highlight of the show. If not him, it's Randy, but we're not counting Randy because Randy's Randy's got like Randy's got tenure. He ain't the he like he's just there. He's all he's got his spot. He's got the Orton spot. Orton's got the same spot right now that Taker had. It's his own special spot. Uh, yeah, I think they are the two 
the two male competitors that right now feel like stars. Everyone else kind of feels like a guy on the roster. Some people are more important guys, but those two feel like stars. No, not at all. No, can't do it. Can't do it. And the reason why is like 2011, I think it was. CM Punk and John Cena had a better storyline, better stardom than but put out there right now. That's not the question. Well, that's not the question, Anthony. Cena is part of the question, so you can't include Cena. Yes, I can. I, I can just. I can. That's. You, there's no rules for this. I can, I can switch one wrestler, and I think CM Punk was a bigger star for his time than what Drew is, and it's a toss-up right now between what CM Punk was in 2011 and what Roman is right now. I go with Zane. I go with Zane. Yeah. I go with Zane. Okay. All right, JJ. What type of crack are you guys smoking? (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Come on, it's not that serious. Are you, are you guys insane? What kind of reefer are you guys on? Because I want some, and I don't even do that stuff. It's not stuff, sir. <laughs> it's a plant. <coughs> and what's a plant? It's can be classified it's, as stuff. It's medical cannabis. Go, thank you. Finish your hey, point. Go back, and call go back and go learn. You're in college. Go finish, finish your point. This is totally unequivocally not the same, guys. Batista, like, the thing that made the Batista Cena thing was, like, at that point, like, they they reached it, you know what I mean? Like, it solidified them when they won. Yeah, they became the two guys. It was already a solidified main eventer before Drew even became in the picture. This is not the same situation, guys. At all. It's not even close. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Well, wait, how's it not close? We didn't say right. Roman had right. to have just become a star. We're saying... Oh, now no, no, it is. No, we, are, we are treating it as the same situation as 05 Cena and 05 Batista. They, like, what made it so cool was that at they both reached, you know, their maximum, like their, like when they, you know, made that big elevated push into like they start. Roman was already a big star, in my opinion. So how can they, how could you equivalent that the same with Batista and Selena? Because well, Roman Roman comes across as a bigger star right now during this Tribal Chief stretch than he ever did when he was the top guy, and we were supposed to like him. Bad. Roman feels. A much bigger deal right now. Because a heel is. But was it? Yeah, okay. Nothing to do well, with heel. Nothing to do with heel and babyface. No. If that's the case, 
that that would be like if I said, oh, well, CM Punk in 2000, if I compared CM Punk in 2007 as a babyface and CM Punk in 2011 as a babyface. Like, babyface, like, they were, he was babyface at both times, but at one time, he was a bigger, much bigger deal than he was previously. That's how it is in Roman's case. It has nothing to do with him being babyface heel. It's the character presentation. It's, he could have been a babyface and they could have made it work. They just fumbled the bag so bad that he had to turn heel to try something new. Let me also elaborate on that. I mean, like, I also want to say, like, it was like when Batista, Batista and uh, Cena won, they first, they got their first world titles. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, they, they both had their first world titles and it felt like, you know what I mean? Roman has yeah. already been established. He's already had world titles. So I, I don't feel it, it being the same. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't, it's not the same. If, if, when did okay hold on let me two, well the two biggest stars they don't have to be crowned on the same night like but but, but what i'm getting with this question and the way that i'm taking it is that if we're going to compare it to 05 cena and batista the thing that made it so cool was the fact that they both elevated the stardom at the you know what i mean at the same time they both got that that's what i'm taking I took it. the question as i took the question more so as have we found the next top, like, megastars? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a different route. Like, Cena won his first world title in, two, in the beginning of March. That's how I took the question. Like, are, Cena, are, like, Roman and Drew the new two top megastars? That's, like, that's how I took it. Are these the two top megastars that they've been looking for that we're going to replace Batista and Cena. Because we've never gotten Cena's replacement. There has been no replacement for Cena. Batista, uh, you can make arguments there. Because Batista's, Batista's, you know, kind of, it took, you know, hits and misses because of injuries. So he, he didn't, he didn't stay at that peak for, you know, a long time like Cena did. But I, I'm thinking, like, are we talking like who's got the Cena? These two guys that have that are gonna have the Cena spot. It's like Chad. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's along the lines. Of, Is that what you meant? Like, yes, did, yes, have we found yes. Like our next. Season? Yes. Okay. okay. I. It's crazy to me. Like you, you said that. Like that, you know, Roman was like the guy before, you know, before Drew became like the dude, right? And in comparison, Cena was already the guy before Batista ever won his first title. So then when they both won, they were already like, Cena was already up here at this level. And don't, yeah, maybe you can be like that. But to be real, like he had that US title, then he won the world title. He went to Raw. Guess who, guess who didn't have the title? at that time and then a, like they did yeah. the contract thing and that's yo a, then you saw a, it that's a good point so cena and batista both won their their world titles at wrestlemania 21 april of 05 now if we backtrack and we look at uh batina batista and cena's 2004s you're right you could see cena was on that upper track he was going up that entire year from the moment he beat big show at wrestlemania 20 
to win the United States title for that whole year. He was going up. So we all knew when WrestleMania rolled around, he was going to probably be, you know, the guy. Whereas in Batista's case, Batista, I would say, got that rocket strap where he was, he legit went from dude that didn't talk in evolution, to basically evolution's bodyguard, to Pyong, turn on evolution, you're feeding with Triple H, world title. So Batista got the rocket strap, whereas Cena got the, the long trajectory build. Wow, that's actually, that's, I don't even have nothing else to say. That's probably the most because, accurate. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. But Cena's talked about it before. Vince wanted Batista to be the guy, not Cena. Right, right. And you're kind of looking at it now, like Roman, Roman was going has always been the guy. We know that we've seen him get shoved down our throat. And once he turned heel, like we were like, we accepted Roman. Cause we were like, that's what we wanted all along. And this is what we're going to, we're going to push this. And he's taking a career and drew was just like the dude who got caught on the rocket ship and pushed up because like at Royal Rumble, we were like, that's who we want to win. And that's who they went with. He wins at Royal uh, WrestleMania. And then, since then, he's been carrying a brand. So, yeah, to me, you know what? Like, the more we talk about it, yeah, the more I'm thinking that, yeah, this is this is those guys now. Like, you know, I don't want to say it's Cena and Batista because that's, you know, those are those guys, and they were, like, an anomaly in that situation. But Roman and Drew now, like, yeah, they're those guys, man. Those are, those are your two megastars for the brand. And when I think about it, I can't – and, like, I a fiend on Raw, yes, I'm all about that, but – yeah, when you think about Raw, like Drew's the dude, and then Roman is the dude on SmackDown. Hey, Damien. Um. All right. So I mean, for me, uh, I'm about to say yes because you know Drew and Roman are Drew and Roman. You know they're the they're the they're the guys of this current era, basically. Where you have Batista and Cena was like, you know, that next in line from Rock and Austin, and like, you know, so on down the totem pole. So yeah, it's it's the same thing. Like, you know, these guys are like the guy. Okay, so I'm disagreeing. I don't think it I don't think necessarily we have this is the moment to crown Drew and as you know I almost say a top guy but as that guy you know alongside Roman um if we're going to put Drew along then if you want to have him in that conversation that's fine but you have to make sure that we don't leave out the name of Seth Rollins okay. so and because I like let's just November of 2012, well, it, you know, when whatever the November 2012 Survivor Series of that year, when the Shield debuted, that that specific moment has shaped wrestling as far as WWE is concerned. Well, no, no, not into the WWE, but as wrestling, period. Three stars were made that day. You know, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Because after that moment, they were they they took on the the WWE. Because what happened? We saw we saw the rise of you know the Shield. Then we saw you know we saw the, the first initial push of Roman. 
Even before then, we had Dean Ambrose, John Moxley as the United States champion. They were tag team champions. Already think about what they did as a group, but when they split up, all three of them were still successful. So yes, John Moxley has moved on to AEW, so we can't really have him in this conversation. Because even if, honestly, if he was, I still would say, no, it's the Shield. But because John's gone on AEW, we ex- you know, exclude him out of the conversation. I feel like it's always, ha- always has been Roman and Seth's show. I see what you're saying. There has, like, it has always been the Roman and Seth show. And I think we haven't crowned, we should be crowning them maybe a couple of years ago as the two people of, who are replacing the Roman, not the Roman, the uh, Cena and Batista, like in 05. Because let's think about it. Once Seth won the, uh, the money in the bank and he cashed in at WrestleMania, he's been made since. He has not, he has been, and he, that made him a top guy. And that was, his, that was the moment where in a sense, Justin, you put like, he got the rocket strip this rocket strip, the rocket strap, and he just shot up, yeah. where we saw the whole build to Roman right then and there. So to right. even Josh's point of the simple fact is that, you know, Batista and Cena both came up together, so did Roman and Seth, because Roman was in the main event facing Brock Lesnar for the title. Seth was wrestling Orton, and he got like that super memorable RKO spot that we always love to do, always love to see the beginning of that show, but walked out, you know, the WWE champion ending main event, which is still probably the, you know, bar none, the greatest WrestleMania, you know, cash in period, just cash in period. So I don't think it's Drew. I don't think, I think we're, we're kind of late to the game of crowning these two of uh, the two replacements. Yes. Drew, you know, Royal Rumble, it was the, you know, and then, you know, his build to WrestleMania and that's, you know, we all wanted Drew to win. But let's not, like, I still don't think he's a bigger star than Seth. Now, you you bring up a good point about Seth. Now, Seth has held that, even when Seth has held that place down since he won, won won that ballot at Mania. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. Now, what I, my counter to this would be, I think for that, for a period of time, I would have 100% agreed with about that from from Seth turning on the shield all the way up until he tore tore his knee and had to vacate the title I would have said yes but from the his return from injury even until now he's never quite gotten back to that level and stayed at that level he's been up and down it's been a lot of hit and miss you know, for all the great stuff Seth has done during that period of time, there's a lot of stuff that we also felt eh about. And remember, Seth was the one that got the big win at WrestleMania over Lesnar first for the title. And they tried to go with Seth in that top spot. And it was like, eh. We all looked at him, and we, we were guilty that the fans turned on him. Basically, we looked at him and said, oh, he's not as cool as his girlfriend. <laughs> Basically. And I was like, oh, his girlfriend's the bigger star. He's not as cool as his girlfriend. So Seth was never treated like 
the guy. He was treated like a top guy. There's been a lot of top guys throughout the year. Your Daniel Bryan, your CM Punk, all of those kind of guys. But Seth has never been positioned and treated as the guy since he's been back from that initial injury. So do we? So then, if that's the case, do we say? Now he's super. Seth, he's super but, consistent. I will say that he is super okay, consistent. Definitely consistent. Yeah, they built up that body of work. If they wanted to, they absolutely, positively could. Yeah, so I would yeah. put Seth in that next tier, like right under. Like to use a use an attitude or an uh, um, analogy, you had Rock and Austin at the top, and underneath Rock Austin, you had Kurt Angle, you had Triple H, you had The Undertaker, you had all those guys right there that could easily be up there with them. They all just kind of. Take, you know, when Shawn Michaels came back, he was up there in that category of, like, not quite, quite the guy, but, like, that, that tier that's, like, right under, like, right under, right on the cusp, where if they could, if they wanted to, they could put it right up there, put him right in there. And I think that's where Seth is right now. He's in that spot where they, if they want to strap the rocket to him, they can. I just don't think he's being positioned that way and it doesn't feel like he's ever really been put back in that spot where the show revolves around him like we know Smackdown revolves around Roman Raw revolved around Drew and I didn't, I didn't feel like when Seth was un, you know universal champion it never felt like the show revolved around Seth mm-hmm. the show revolved around Becky the show revolved around Becky it didn't revolve so, I, around yeah. And no, exactly. So that's my thing is do we instead are we should we just say then instead of, you know, basing off my same argument that, you know, it shouldn't be Drew. It should be Seth and Roman. So then do instead do we put Becky? Because Becky is a bigger star than Drew. No hands down. Which, you know, she's just, you know, pregnant right now. But Becky is a bigger star than Drew. If Becky would have come back today, it's Becky, you know, it's Becky's show. No more, you know, um, no that. So I would think, we say instead of Drew, Becky, then we would say Becky and Roman? I think, I think for me what it is, I right? Would, I would say yes. And the reason I would say this is think about the 2K20 video game cover. Right. The first Who was on it? Was on the cover. They didn't put Roman by himself. They put him side by side with Becky Lynch. Touche. No, good point. Yeah. Here's, here's, here, so here's my, my, my thing for it too, right? It's like, yes, when Becky comes back, like, hey, we all know it's going to go back. This is going to be Becky's show. Like, she's going to be running it, running it. So here, here's but, the thing, Cliff, before you, before you continue. We don't know if Becky's going to be able to get back her momentum. Right. If she well, can get back to that. She might come think, back and be on that, that level because we've seen Sasha rise up so much. Right. So right. we don't we, – like, Becky will be factored in, of course, but we don't know if we're all going to be – but right now, like, if you look at look at, look at Raw's roster, like, because Becky's going to go to Raw, right? And we know that Asuka's there, right? But I think if Becky comes – well, not if. When Becky comes back, you're going to see, like, people are going to explode for her. They really will, right? We might – we may may not have crowds back. We don't know. But people will explode for her. And then you're going to see, like, that's, that's you're going to be your top person right there. And then after that, Asuka's going to sit in that next spot. She's Asuka, – Asuka essentially, to me, is – as you kind of said, it is the Triple H 
of the attitude era, like just right underneath. Like if you need to run a program with someone that's really good, that's who you're going to do. You get Oscar to be like feed with, with, with Becky. Right. I think where I think I had the, the, I, I kind of like the idea that they are the new John Cena. Right. And you brought up a great point. Triple H, right. Had a great run through the, the attitude era. Right. But he was never the guy. He was always just a guy there. And I feel like that's where Seth is. Seth was, you can, you can point at certain points, right? And be like, well, there's, there's Seth, there's Seth, there's Seth, right? But Seth will always be the consistent dude. The thing that makes Drew so different was we watched this man, like, go in, get cut, come back, right? Go to NXT, blow up, and then come to, come to Raw and instantly was, like, a factor into the spot. And then, like, you know, they had the, they did have their fuck ups, right? With with, let's be real, they did with the Dolph Ziggler thing. They kind of put him at, they tried to put the, like the team thing and made him like the big lackey. But once they realized like Drew's gonna be the dude, I essentially saw Drew as Deacon, like, and he was Devon's lackey. And then Batista came out of that. Like he obviously went to Evolution, came out of there, and became the big star, right? But that's where, that's where Drew was. Drew was like the dogs of war and all that other dumb stuff they had him with. But then he blew up. And now we're like, oh, look at Drew. And I feel like when you look at the past, man, like Drew, Drew and Roman are going to set the standard for the next couple years for the two shows. And we're going to look forward to looking to him. Roman said it best in the promo, man. He's like, people watch Raw because of you. But now people are going to watch SmackDown because of me. And that's like... That's a statement that you could think of. Like, we used to watch SmackDown for Batista. We used to watch Raw for Cena. And it's such a true statement to look back at these two guys and be like, yeah, I want to watch for those guys. I'm going to be honest. Before Drew came in, I didn't, I didn't go, hey, you know what? Let me watch, let me watch uh, Raw for, for Roman. Or let me watch Raw for Seth Rollins. I didn't say, let me watch SmackDown for Dean Ambrose. I didn't say that. I didn't say, let me watch SmackDown for AJ Styles, even though AJ was killing it on SmackDown. But now I'm legitimately here going, I can't wait to watch Raw to see what happens with Drew. I can't wait to watch SmackDown to see what was going on with Roman. Like, that's, that's what makes me want to watch those guys. And so I kind of have to be like, yeah, I think that's what it is. You know what's funny about what you said, Cliff? I was just thinking about it. If... We're comparing it to Cena and Batista. If Roman and Drew are Cena and Batista, then that makes Seth Randy Orton. The consistent right there with them. Mm-hmm. Right along the ride for the entire time, putting in that work, consistent, could be the top guy when they need him to be. If they don't need him to be, he's still still you know, he's still up there near the top. So I think that's that's the position that Seth is in right now. Like, we don't know. We don't know. Just like in 05, we didn't know if Cena and we did, in 05, we didn't know Cena would be on top basically until 2018. We right. didn't know. So only time will tell. But right now, the way things are looking, that's what it looks like. Cena, the, the Cena and Batista of today are Roman and Drew, and Seth is the equivalent of Randy. Right there with them, running, just as capable, just as able. Uh, soldier waiting to go, waiting for the call. <laughs> Yo, that's that's so wild because we legitimately were, we said Rock Hogan and we compared like Sean and Triple H, and here we are talking about Cena, Batista, and we're talking about Randy Orton, and then we're talking 
Roman and Drew and talking about Seth. Oh, the disrespect to the Miz. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, there's, like there's different tiers, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, That's wanna, facts. Like, you want to talk about like consistent heels that you could that could get heat that you could do anything with? Miz is like honky tonk man. Honky yeah. tonk man was never like he wasn't headlining pay per views, but at different points for most of his run, he was the top heel. <laughs> he was a heat getter. Honky tonk yeah, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that man could get some heat. Facts. Facts. So. so. Um, no, I think that that was no, no. I think we we make the good point. Um, as far as the staff is concerned, Becky, all that. But all right, cool, 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 cool. All right, so we're gonna move on. It is now time for the yearly, 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 yearly Red Dogs Power Rangers. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into these yearly power rankings, let's make some touch. Let's go back two weeks. Well, we'll go back last week because we didn't have a show, you know, and we'll hit this week's power rankings. And then we're going to go into the yearly one. So we have three rankings that we're going to talk about. All right. So let's jump into November 22nd. Um, So that would be the week of November 22nd. Number 10, I wanted to start off with the Raw team. I mean, it's, it's crazy to watch somebody go in and just sweep uh, an entire roster. It's been crazy. And then my phone shut off on me. So I don't have the rest of the roster because my battery died. Wow. So, yeah, low-key. That's like how it happened right now. Um, <laughs> yes. Stall for time. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on over to our, uh, our live chat here. Let's see what we got going on here. Oh, okay. So Amanda, of course, Amanda's here. Um, Miz bothers me. Oh, I think that he's doing his job then. Like, because Miz bothers me too sometimes. But I appreciate, you know, yeah. Miz is probably, yeah, in fact, one of the most consistent heels. He's a heat magnet. Most definitely, like, a honky-tonk man. Um, you can put him in anything, Miz, to get some heat. Yeah. Like, like legit, if for some reason Vince woke up and was like, eh, let's make Miz WWE champion, it would work. And Miz would kill it. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. And I guess you can say we're waiting for that to happen. Miz is, you know, definitely uh, holding that money in the bank briefcase. Oh, my God. See, for some reason, I think he's going to cash in and lose, and it's going to be John Morrison's fault. Can and we... that's going to lead to this. Oh, my God. I can only fucking hope that that happens after WWE's bad writing. Like, oh, I, just, I get that vibe because we're so close to WrestleMania season. And I just don't see Miz factored in in that way right now. Unless they do, like, some post-mania-ish, which they could do. I don't know. We'll see. But I get that vibe. I get this vibe that Miz isn't going to successfully cash in. And it's going to be more. (laughs) Well, you know. That's just the vibe I get. You know, it's funny because they said to Miz, you know, Amanda says Miz bothers him. Or her. That's great because he's awesome. <laughs> Moving into number nine. So, so number nine, we have uh, Candice LeRae. Uh, I'm not going to front. 
fun match. I loved it. So I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. You can boo it. Number eight. This is the crazy part because you wouldn't think this would be the thing. This would have gone. Uh, Retribution moves in at number eight for beating the raw team. So <laughs> uh, number seven, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Let's be NXT. Our AEW was just killing it. Uh, NXT didn't have like really anything that was going to match with that. Number six, we're going to give it to Bray Wyatt because, you know, it, he's the man. Number five, this was a tie. Um, and I got to give it up, man. Serena Deeb is amazing at her job. She's been doing greatness. She's killing it. Thunder Rosa match with her. I was just a uh, thing of beauty. So who she tied with? SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks, who also had a killer match. Mm-hmm. So I had to give it up with that Oscar match. I was, I was hyped. Number four, this is going to be so crazy to look at this list back over again. Number four, got to give it up to the New Day for coming New in. Day? Yep, beating Hurt Business, which leads to the number three team who beat the New Day at Survivor Series, the Street Profits coming in because <laughs> they wanted to smoke and they got it. Number two. Got to be honest, this was actually a fun match to watch, and I'm glad that we got what we got out of it. So, Pac, you are number two on our list. I'm glad to see you back. Number one, this was a tie, and I have to be honest, and I'm going to tell you the first person, right? Roman Reigns wins this. He's, he's number one, right? Survivor Series match, we talked about it. It was fire with Drew, okay? But who is he tied with? Well, he's tied with the team, and I kind of changed. I know I, I don't normally do this, but I changed the rules a little bit. Because it was their last match on Impact, and it was really fun to watch. So with the Rascals and Rich Swan tearing down the roof in Impact Zone, I definitely had to give love. And I thought it was cool to, like, watch them say their goodbye. So I was definitely – I was all about it. Moving into November 29th, we have Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler from SmackDown because, you know, they beat the Street Profits. Uh, number nine, uh, this was actually a match that was suggested to me because I kind of missed Dynamite, but I do have my good friend to tell me. So Butcher and the Blade make this list at number nine. So we got to give it up. However, at number eight, we got to be honest because there's some new kids that are on the block that are doing some great things on AEW. They just got beat by a veteran staff. So TH2 moves in at number eight. I do. I like the hybrid too. I, I'll be. I'm not even front. I'm. I'm not even partial. So I really number seven, you were going to say top flight. Like I really thought you were going to say top. Me well, they too. Didn't win. No, they didn't win. They didn't they, win. I mean, they deserved the spot. I mean, it's nice of Tony Khan to remember that Jack Evans and Angelico worked there. You know, that's nice. exactly. That's I want to give number seven <laughs> to Crazy Steve for his win over Rohit Raju. Uh, number six, let's be real. This was probably like one of the coolest debuts, uh, for a wrestler in a long time. Let's give it up to Alexa Bliss. Um, you know, cause she has like her new little fiend character thing going on. So I like seeing her. Cancel Ray moves in at number five. Number four, you know, can we be honest? Number four was such a fun match and such a hard hitting match. And I loved the, the story of the submission moves. Uh, Kushida moving in at this spot. Number three. Okay. This was kind of wild to me, the way that the story wrote out, but I was kind of okay with the – there was a botch, but then the, they kind of covered it, and then they restarted a match. So New Day moves in at number three. 
Number two, got to give it up. He's been laying it down. He's been slaying it, you know, for a long time now. Let's give it up to Riddle, Matt Riddle, because he is uh. that man. And then number one, let's be real. If this was a pay-per-view, this match would have main would have main evented and probably would have stolen. The sh- well, I can't say stolen the show if you're main eventing. If it wasn't main eventing, it would have stolen the show. So we got to give it up to Pete Dunne, man, because that mm. match with Kyle Riley was yeah. fire. Yeah. So that is the person with the top spot. So let's get into our power rankings for the year. So how I had to do this was a couple different ways. I had to order them and then kind of flip through the list and just kind of see who popped up the most and then try to like navigate the order from there. So it's been kind of a tough one, but after a little bit of elaborating and, you know, deciphering and finding out information, this is how we stand with number 10. We have Sasha Banks. You can boo all you want. Does not matter to me. Number nine, we have to give it to our uncle of our show. Because Mr. Keith Lee moves in. Um, we got to move in with another person. I say, okay, I have said this time and time again. I love him as a chaser. I don't know how I feel about him as a champion, but he's always consistent no matter what. John Moxley moves in because you know, he's good. Number seven. Uh, JJ hates this team. I laugh every time he talks about them, but you got to give it up to him because they do put on some fire matches. The Young Bucks. (laughs) 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 Number six. Um, Let's be real. They are the best trio. Well, I don't want to say the best trio. They're one of the best trios of all time. They're also a great tag team. They run around. They know how to do things. They keep people hyped. So the New Day is moving in at number six. However, you're going to have to give it up to the best tag team that did it in WWE and AEW. FTR is at number five. Number four, um, his name just carries weight, and I see him all over the board on my board. So it's been crazy just to see him. And you know, according to the rankings and the way that the power rankings were worked out, Chris Jericho. Moves in at number four. And the next three spots, man, are going to be probably debatable. And people are probably going to get upset because at some point you would think AJ Styles makes this list, but he did not make this list. Here's why. Number three was Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano has had match after match after match. We've talked about it on him. We've talked about him being on here time and time again. Uh-huh. He's on this list. Number two would be our female wrestler that we've talked about being on the show and how she's been doing great things and having great matches, Io Shirai. And then number one, the one person that even Chaz talked about being his number one male wrestler of the year. Hey, man, Cody makes the list. You know what, Cliff? I, I like your list. When you initially said AJ Styles wasn't on it, my, I did have that reaction like, Whoa, what? How could this be? But I had to think about it. Other than the Boneyard match, what has AJ Styles really, really done this year? Nothing. He led and to all the victory. That's it. But compare that to yeah. matches. Like, 
I'm trying to think of like like what other than the boneyard match where we were where we were like, damn, that was an amazing AJ Styles match. The only one I can think of is the IC title finals with DB. Money in the bank. I was I was gonna no. I will tell you this, right? There's four matches that I would think about. The Raw match was one of them, right? Survivor Series. I loved the IC match with DB. I also liked Riddle and uh, Styles when they competed. Like, he had good ones. Like, he had yeah. good ones. No, no, no. But in, in reference to the top three, right? We've Gargano, yeah. right? always tearing, he tears on the house. Io Shirai had great matches. And then when you look at Cody, like, Cody was bringing in unnamed talent. And then we were talking about those matches. And we, and every time that I said, hey, here he is on this list, there was not a point of disagreement of like, I don't think Cody belongs that high. So to have Cody as the top wrestler on the power rankings, like. Yeah. I think everyone that was in your top 10 for the year were in a mm. bunch of big things yeah. throughout the year. That's solid. Like yeah. even the people that I don't like. Yeah, Chaz, Chaz is over here mad. Chaz is mad at you because you didn't put real in that Absolutely really? not. Well, hold on. Wait, before we go into the joking side of things and and talk about his love of Rio, like notice that Drew's not on the shot. Stop. You notice that Drew's not on the list. Randy's not on the list. Yeah. Like right. and Randy has had phenomenal matches. Like we talk about the the WrestleMania one, the greatest match ever. You know. Yeah. He's had the great matches with Drew. He had, you know what I mean? Like, there's been, like, great. But here, yeah. here we go back to what we're talking about. Like, consistently, though, the guys yeah. that are on the list have just torn the house down. Yeah. The men and yeah. women on the list. Let me, be, let, me, let me put it right. The men and women on our list. Rhea Ripley's not on the list. No, yeah. he's not. Yeah, there were some notable exceptions. And it's not that they had bad years. I agree. But, yeah, what's the consistency? Week the week to week consistency, yeah. I I, I get it. I agree to list. I like your top three. Uh, wow, uh, top three isn't bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. And also, just to put out there, Tommaso Ciampa didn't make this list. I know. I was surprised about that too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's been an interesting twenty twenty. So. <laughs> oh, by the way, also, did we not? I, I I just want to put another noble name that we did not mention on here. Uh, Adam Cole did not make this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He didn't. Mm. Now, 2020, crazy year. So. 2020. Um, all right, put the power rankings for the past two weeks and the yearly power rankings. So, um, yeah, we've reached that point, guys. We've we've been sitting. Uh, sitting here and chit-chatting for almost two hours, two and a half hours. Y'all wasted two hours of my life? <laughs> what the oh, fuck? Please. Two, two like years. Zero, 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 oh, 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 one of your time. Look, look, every second count. You still have plenty of life left. I still, I still need to cherish every second I got. I don't know about that, Chris. He is 10 million years old. <laughs> okay, you've got at least another eight million. All right. Well, let me enjoy that eight million. Damn it! Anyway. God, I have talked to y'all longer than I like. Just to let y'all know that. Yeah, uh, we love you too. Hey, happy you did. You wouldn't have bothered me for two fucking hours, now would you? 
Well, that's why we bother you, because we love you. Exactly. Damien, say so, happy holidays. Fuck you in the holidays. Anyway, with that being said, um, all jokes aside, though, um, Sorry, shout out yeah. to the Three Count Podcast for a very successful uh, debut season. Like, like, big ups. Um, we've uh, reached, you know, an international following, which is which is crazy to uh, to say to happen in like legitimately a year. Um, we got two shows running under the Three Count Podcast brand, the Debate Show, and also Now Engineering. Um, and we got a third show coming uh, real soon uh, next year, returning to the ring. So, um, shout out because this is this is crazy. Um, I just want to thank all of you, you know, really on here. I know Josh did all his little emotional crap in the beginning, but you know, thank y'all for sticking with me. You know, and sticking with this crazy idea I've had for literally a year. Um, <laughs> this like you know, this originally started with just me, Cliff, uh, Idol, and JJ, and you know, we added Lou and and Damian blackmailed his way onto the show. Um, it's just been it's, it's been fun. Like uh, this is absolutely fun. Um, don't think that we don't have fans. And that's the crazy thing. You can't forget crazy. Jeremy either. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Cannot forget Jeremy. You're absolutely right. I cannot forget Jeremy. Hey, how did you forget about him? Well, I, mean, I got you, Chaz's dad. I got you. Not, hey, he's not here. You know, out of sight, out of mind. He went to get milk. Get milk. Be back. I know, <laughs> I know right? right? <laughs> but no, yeah, also, milk. yeah, shout out to Jeremy Showtime Grimes, though. Deadass. Um... But, like, thank you guys for just, you know, sticking on this crazy idea of having a debate show about wrestling. <laughs> like, so, um, shout out to you guys. Shout out to Cliff. Uh, Cliff, you know, Cliff doesn't, you know, doesn't get a lot of credit that he, you know, that he deserves. Um, it may look like, you know, I run this show. And, you know, as far as the three-count podcast as a brand, period, um, it's Cliff's. Like, this is legit Cliff. I, <laughs> I'm just a figurehead. So um, this show you know, wouldn't be even here. Yeah, he's Congress and you're, you're the president. Yeah, exactly. He's most definitely Congress. I was just thinking that. He's, he's most the Senate definitely and the House. He is. Yeah, he's no, he's, 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 but, but no, shout out to Cliff, right, you know, for being, you know, sticking with this crazy idea. It's like, hey, man, I want to start a podcast. You want to be on it? Yeah, sure. And um, that was, you know, almost a year ago, uh, officially a year ago. But um, shout out, though. Um, on that day, that is December the 17th. Am I right, Cliff? Uh, yeah, December 17th, yep. Yeah, December 17th. Um, me, Cliff, Idol, and JJ will be doing a watch-along. It's the um, OGs. I'm going to have a watch-along. Um, vote, make sure you vote oh, cool. for which KV you want us to watch while we bullshit and talk about this crazy here of the, uh, the three-count podcast. Right now, mm-hmm. Halloween Havoc 97 is in the lead. Um, the top choices... There is a link. Um, we will also be posting that link throughout um, up in, until the uh, that day. Um, Halloween Havoc 97, No Way Out 2004, SummerSlam. Um, oh, God, I can't think of the other one. Hold on. I got to put my notes out. Wait a minute. Halloween Havoc 97, SummerSlam 05, Money in the Bank 2011, and No Way Out 2004. Right now, Halloween Havoc is in the lead. Um, it, so as of, you know, as of right now, it's looking like we're watching Halloween Havoc 1997, but that can also change by your votes. So definitely go, uh, vote. We will be dropping the link for that poll after this show goes off the air. 
and we'll be posting it throughout up until the 17th of December. Um, so yeah, shout out to you guys. Thanks again, you know, for really doing this with me, you know, because this is crazy that we have a podcast with almost over 2K uh, listens in a year, and we've been able to talk to, you know, so many different people being on the show and, you know, now in feeling. So shout out to you guys um, because, you know, you guys don't get enough credit either because you stick by every week and, you know, talk some wrestling shit. So shout out to everyone who's ever been on the Three Account Podcast and shout out to everyone here in the Three Account War Room. All right, enough of that sappy shit. So uh, make sure you tune in to all my episodes of Now Entering the Ring that uh, come out. Like I said, even though we are going on a hiatus, we'll be back, but you will not be left without Three Count Podcast material. Now Into the Ring will still be a thing. We got interviews coming out this week, next week, week after that, the week after that, and 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 the week after that. So definitely stay tuned in um, onto our podcast listeners. You know, you still get Now Into the Ring, and also on YouTube, you will still get uh, interviews. So definitely be on the lookout for those. Also, I will remind you that January the 27th, 2021, if we make it, is the season two premiere of The Debate Show. It will have a new name. It will be the same show, but oh, it will be more hijinks. I'll come up with a better catchphrase and a better tagline later down the line. So we're moving. Oh, yeah, we are. Because currently, okay, so what people don't know, we'll put behind the scenes, and you might see it on the bottom. Uh, we, we're on Zoom and doing this live, but next year we're going to be on Streamlabs. That's fine. And, uh, That's yeah, fine. so people can people on Facebook as well as uh, YouTube can chat with us. That, that is absolutely correct. We are moving from Zoom. You know, it's funny. We've went, we went, we went, gone from Skype to Zoom. Now we're on StreamYard. So, like I said, we're moving up in the world. Um, so definitely thank you for tuning in to all of our fans. So January 27th, season premiere of the Three Count Podcast. This will be the, wow, this is the final sign-off for the year. I can't believe we've done this this long. And, you know, I actually have people that actually watch us and like us. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the last time of 2020, I'll see you again real soon. For the last time, my name is Chaz Evans. I am the Don here with the Red Dog of Red Dog, Clifford Miller, the Idol Master, His Royal Swollenness, Chris Idol, Lou the Franchise, my little brother, and the Dark Lord in the flesh, Damien Fatal. Thank you for listening to the Three Count Podcast, and tune in next year. Wow. Next year in 2021, January 27th, for the season two premiere, part deux of the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. Be there or, well, just be there. That was way too happy. Way too happy. Wow, guys. Hey, guys. It's the host of the Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. 
Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash three count pod. And that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you follow us at three count pod or three count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.